0: This episode of the podcast is brought to you by taking a pottery class in hopes that Patrick Swayze's ghost will seduce you. Sucked into a bagel. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Roll the Credits, the podcast, the only podcast that in an alternate dimension, we're way more popular than we are here. Mm. I'm Zach. And I'm Frank. And today we are here to talk about everything, everywhere, all at
1: once. A24. A24, a movie- With a with a, a budget that we're not used to for an A24 film. Yeah. Like $15 million. Dollars.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the amount of money that they spend into this movie is mm-hmm. insane, but I think it pays off really, really well. So- before we get into anything, Everything Everywhere All at Once came out in 2022. It was directed by the Daniels. Uh, so it's Daniel Kwan and Daniel Schreiner. Um They also did...
1: Swiss Army Man. Yeah,
0: which I really like too. And then there was like another one of like... Um, it was like the death of Dick Long, something like that, that yeah. I want to check out. But uh, anyways, you have a relatively small cast in this film. You have Michelle Yeoh, who plays Evelyn, your main character. Kiyu Kwan, who plays Waymond, her husband uh stephanie sue who plays joy also jobu tubaki you have jamie lee curtis who plays deirdre and then you have james hong who plays gong gong like the grandfather yeah and that's like the um,
1: entire do you know do you know who um the the husband uh kihu kwan is no he looks familiar so he was uh data in the goonies oh really and he is um what is his name short something in indiana jones oh short round short round yeah Yeah. that's him and then he pretty much like he did like a few little things here and there and this Mm. is honestly like his his first film in like 20 years (laughs) oh my god he he literally like stepped away from acting Mm -hmm. um in like the early 2000s and then just never did anything ever again and then this was his first movie back. Damn. And then and now he's in um, something else. Uh, I think another like Marvel property, like a, t- like a television limited series or something. Oh, okay. Um, but it was really weird because I'm like, this guy looks so familiar. Yeah. His face looks so familiar. And I'm like, oh my God, that's data from the Goonies. <laughs> like,
0: I mean, yeah. I mainly remembered uh, James Hong. And that oh, was yeah. from like... He was the trainer in Balls of Fury with fucking uh, Jack Black. Right, yeah, yeah. That guy's in
1: everything. Yes. You look at his IMDb, it's like 200 and something credits, mm-hmm. and it's just, he's he's got like tiny little parts in like so many yeah. films. Well,
0: because he's always
1: just like the old
0: man <laughs> that like just is there to annoy somebody. Yeah. Like that's his entire job. <laughs> and it works yeah. for him. Yeah. So anyways, so if you don't know what Everything Everywhere All at Once is, it's a, essentially from like the IMDb, it's... An aging Chinese immigrant is swept up in an insane venture in which she alone can save the world by exploring other universes connected with the lives that she could have led. Yes. So, basically, we're getting into multiverse. Right. Um, and I mentioned this before because this came out right around the same time as the the Marvel movie Doctor Strange 2. This is the version that I wish we got of the multiverse of madness.
1: Well, ironically they were approached by marvel to do a marvel film
0: oh really yeah
1: Hmm. and they said no and they did this instead
0: this worked out way better (laughs) because i don't know if you saw like uh multiverse of madness just because it was sam raimi or not no i never saw it it was a little underwhelming like it had like elements of like okay like there's other dimensions and other universes and stuff like that. Like, oh, this is the other Doctor Strange, right, and yeah. yada, yada, yada.
1: Oh, wait. No, no I didn't. Wait, no. That was... <laughs> you you probably saw the first one. Didn't no, I, I saw um, the Spider-Verse that has oh. Doctor Strange in it. And he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and they're going into different yeah. Whatever. The one that I didn't watch, <laughs> yeah, 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 I saw that. Mm-hmm. It was fine. I heard that was great. It was fine.
0: I still refuse to watch it for <laughs> some reason. It's just a running. <laughs> but joke you know, at this you point. know what's
1: really funny about that movie—the way Toby Maguire shows up. Mm-hmm. Like everybody has kind of like this really grand entrance, yeah. And then Toby Maguire is just wearing like a zip-up hoodie, and like <laughs> the the portal opens up, and he's just like looking through, and he's just like, "Hey!" It's, like, <laughs> like it's so anticlimactic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well that in, in Toby Maguire fashion. Yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, so this is the way better version, like I said. Like I think this plays like really, really well into like showcasing more dimensions, um, giving us like a lot more to offer from like Evelyn's side of like what she could have been. Because like the entire idea of like multi-dimensional is that you basically could have led like any type of life in any type of way
1: right and then all these tiny little decisions that you make throughout your life have like a butterfly effect and they kind of go into all these different paths yeah and all of these little micro decisions that you make eventually lead you know after years and years and years will Mm -hmm. kind of lead to a very different life than what you originally or what your current version is living exactly and
0: I think this movie deals with it in a very cool way especially to like early on with like the small little thing of like when Evelyn's going to meet the um I don't know what Deirdre really is like a stockbroker or something like that like tax collector Jamie
1: Lee Curtis she yeah. l- she works for the IRS what do yeah, you mean okay Jesus. well that's, it's kind of the same thing <laughs> I, don't, you know, I don't I don't mean, know the outside <laughs> world that well Yeah no she yeah 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 they're doing their taxes ah,
0: okay so yes i was right yeah sorta okay. so when a they go stockbroker <laughs> I don't know. They might need help. Um. So when they go to see Deirdre and like Evelyn gets that kind of like I like when we get like Alpha One Waymond telling her like okay you can either like go into the closet or you can go sit down with Deirdre and it's like that shatter effect of the screen. Oh yeah. That right there is like something that it's like okay cool like visually I see that like we're, two different worlds. Yes. Are, yeah. Exactly. We're breaking everything down. Something yeah. again. I don't want to keep bringing it up, but that's something that Doctor Strange did not do. And no, pissed I think me off. I think
1: this movie does a really great job of um, guiding the viewer through everything, and it not being like overbearing and completely confusing. Like, I there's a lot of exposition oh, yeah. in this film. Like, there's so much exposition in this movie, but I think they do it very. Um, they do a really really good job of 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 delivering that exposition mm-hmm. um, through moments of like an action scene so like things are happening while you're simultaneously learning what's the you know the world that they live in and the world that they are trying to kind of build because this movie is so massive yes that I mean it can be so confusing if it if it's not done well and Mm -hmm. They definitely execute the whole um guiding the viewer of how this world works and everything like the specifically when when he um when he's eating the chapstick yes and the the whole idea of yeah you know it has to be the super random mm-hmm. thing that, that makes absolutely no sense and that's how you are that's how your body or your kind of like consciousness can jump from another random thing so you have to do something random to then uh, perform something random essentially. Uh, and they do a really good job of visually showing you that and then also explaining it to you so you fully understand what's going on
0: that's why like I really like that like because they call it like verse jumping in it so it's like yeah like that really cool kind of like quirky weird way where you have the alpha one people explaining like oh you need to like like get a paper cut between your fingers five times in order to become like a gymnast (laughs) right yeah like that's cool like that's something that's like very unique that I think like is fun because they can go any route and give you, like, a bunch of different styles in this film. Yeah,
1: this movie, again, similar to Swiss Army Man, does not lack uh, creativity.
0: No. Like, it, it is very vibrant. It is very colorful. It is very, like, like quick on its feet of just, like, the the way that, like, the cameras are shot. Like, it's very quick action for a lot of it. Yeah. um, And I think that does work in a lot of, like, the action scenes as well as, like, just... Because most of the movie, they're just kind of, like, running from point A to point B. Right. And I think that just works out really, really well with this. Yeah. There is, like, one con that I have to this film. Um, I don't know if you have any, really. Oh, I do. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The biggest one that I have, like, I didn't feel it, like, so much this time around, because this is my second time watching it, Um, but the first time around, and I think it was just because, like, when I watched it for the podcast, I ended up... uh, like stopping to eat dinner and then I had to take like the dog out and everything like that. But the first time around it got like draining like this, yeah. this movie, this movie's exhausting. Yes. Because like, it's so much, it's exhausting to watch. And yeah. right around the time when you get to like Jobu and Evelyn, like talking as rocks, I'm like, I need a break. Yeah. I need like a 15 minute break. Yeah,
1: that's definitely something that I, that I want was one of my cons Um is That this movie, like, especially towards the middle chunk of the film, is just nonstop go, 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 go. And it's just fight scene after fight scene after fight scene. And with, like, a quick little, you know, one-minute, two-minute dialogue piece and then just another, Mm -hmm. you know, a whole bunch more fighting. It just goes and goes and goes. And it is absolutely exhausting. Yes. Um, And that's unfortunate because... Again, there's so much creativity that's going on here, but like you can only take so much of it I know. because like, you're,
0: you're even getting like the the side story of Rakakuni. right? And it's like, yeah. oh my god, I just need yeah. to get back to what's going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like,
1: I it, think this movie honestly could, and I and I mean this, uh, this movie's, like almost two and a half hours long. Mm-hmm. About thirty minutes of this film probably could have been trimmed off, and you yeah. still would have been delivered all of the goods um with everything i think that this movie overstays its welcome for (laughs) sure i do i
0: know i know because like you think like with something where it's like multiverse you're like okay we got to show like everything yeah and it's like that's cool but also really draining at the same time yeah
1: um and that kind of leads me into I i like this movie I don't. Lo- I don't think that this movie is like the greatest movie I've ever seen. No. I don't. I don't love this movie. But it is I- a fun. I, I really A24 like movie. this movie, though. Yeah. I think where this movie does exceed and the things that I love about this film the most are like the themes of the family yes. and the whole thing about life choices and accepting accepting your you know your kids for what they the choices that they're going to make and then you growing old and being stubborn in your own ways and all of that stuff. I love mm. like the last. You know, forty-five minutes of this film for me is like the best part of the movie. Yes. everything else for me is like I just I don't know. Like, the, is, it, is it a little too campy for it, you? It's, it's not that it's campy. It's just that for me, so much of this film relies so heavily on like the randomness and yeah. the comedy, and the comedy for me doesn't really work in this movie. I ne- I never re- honestly, dude. the f- The thing that I actually laughed at. Mm-hmm. The most was when they were rocks and they were oh, talking yeah. <laughs> to one another. I and, like when they were rocks. Yeah, yeah, and I, I do too. And when they're having these conversations, you're just reading this text, and the conversation that they're having actually made me giggle out mm. loud. But like the hot dog fingers, yes, and everything else. like the the, the, the like butt you said, plug was the ra- funny. I'd see like I, for me, I thought the butt plug. Was I know, funny. and that's the thing is this the comedy is so subjective mm-hmm. that if if this is your type of comedy, you're gonna love this movie. Yeah. I just guess this isn't my kind of comedy. So like, when the guy is jumping around trying to get the trophy up his ass because that's how he like verse jumps, mm-hmm. I'm just not laughing. <laughs> you yeah. know, and like again, and that's subjective. Mm-hmm. So if if to you that's really funny, then you're gonna love it. But this movie relies so heavily on the comedy that if the comedy doesn't work for you, then I don't think that you're gonna really enjoy this film. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where I stand. Where it's like. I love the themes and everything about the family and every character, literally every character in the film, all the, you know, the main five um, or four, they all have their own individual character arc. Yeah. And, and it's great. I Mm -hmm. love that everything else the whole backdrop of the of of the movie though i can kind of take it or leave it Mm -hmm. like that's just kind of how i feel about it yeah it's Um, just
0: too much all at once and it's like you you just lose everything yeah Yeah.
1: it's it's and and again i just don't really i didn't really find the comedy all that funny um and it's exhausting and then also and i don't know if this was like a a meta joke like hey this movie is about choices Mm -hmm. so we're going like this movie feels like it's gonna end like three different times.
0: Oh, absolutely. And
1: and I don't know if that was kind of a joke. Like, well,
0: there even is the one scene where like credits roll, right? Yeah, and then it shows like Evelyn like as like a um like a kung fu master, right? Yeah, yeah who yeah.
1: turned into like a movie star. Yes, yeah, yeah. which
0: I'm sure is like a weird kind of like reference to like jackie chan
1: yeah i'm sure yeah exactly Mm. um but like but so like that was more towards like the middle of the film and that didn't quite feel like the ending yet but i mean like in the last 30 minutes of the movie there are moments where it actually feels like we are reaching the 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 fine like the end of the film yeah um and and then it just keeps going and then it's like okay we're reaching it seems like Mm -hmm. another moment where and, and then it just keeps going and then you're like, "Wow!" Like yeah. th- again, exhausting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm wondering if if it was like a joke on the uh, with the Daniels, where they were like, "Hey, this movie is about choices, and we had three different endings, yes. and we decided to give you all of them." <laughs> so like, <laughs> maybe that could be a joke. And it's like, okay, I guess in that aspect, it does work, mm-hmm. but. I would have just loved the definitive ending instead of, like, an ending and then another ending and then another ending. Yeah.
0: <laughs> because, again, too, like, the ending that actually is, like, when Evelyn's back, like, with the IRS, with Deirdre, and it's like, are you with me? And yeah. she's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, that's so mundane for, like, how, how crazy this movie was. Yeah, I thought the and ending I... was
1: going to be when uh, Evelyn was kind of... When all the when all of the 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 um, guys that are against her are kind of like on the staircase, and the mm-hmm. everything bagels up on the top of the stairs, and they're all yeah. getting sucked in, and she's like turning them into, she's like essentially um, making them. I don't Feel even better. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was it's kind of like a weird thing, but that felt like the end of the movie. Like, okay, she's turning all these people into mm-hmm. like good people, and they're seeing like the brighter side of things, and they're no longer evil, and she's gonna have this heart to heart with Joy, and then whatever you know and then this is going to be the end and then there's like 45 minutes yes, left of the movie i know because when that happened
0: i checked the time and it was like oh there's still a half an hour yeah, left it's crazy i know and yeah. it's like i've, I've watched <laughs> this movie before like i know how this ends, but like <laughs> god damn there's so much to this movie yeah that being said though The actual ending being so mundane, I actually really like about this film.
1: Yeah, I mean, it it comes full circle. Yes,
0: it comes full circle, and, like, she's, like, listening to, like, all the other, like, verses, basically, like, talking. Yeah. So it's like, oh, are you with me? It's like,
1: no, not really, because she's transcended at this point. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But
0: she's still here in this reality.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely uh, a fine ending. I I think I, mm-hmm. I like the ending. I think that um I like I really like the moment when they're at, when they're at the uh the 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 laundry mat yes. that they own and and the daughter and her have that have their heart to heart and mm-hmm. then she has the heart to heart with the, with her father, um and because like the, during during the majority of the film towards that portion of the movie that's like actually where you see like the happy life choices yeah. that the things that could have went right. Mm-hmm. Because throughout the majority of the film, you're seeing everything that's gone wrong yeah. in, in her life. Um, so I like to see, okay, like, Hey, you know, these, these are the moments that actually went well. And the things that, the things that, that are, that are good and happy. Um, and I really like that. And I love the, the whole idea of her having that realization with her dad of mm-hmm. like, you know why you know you didn't accept me for for the choices that I'm making meanwhile she's having the same arguments with her daughter that her father was having with her and then she has that realization moment of oh my god like I am basically my dad like I need to accept my daughter for who she is and her life choices and yeah. and her sexuality and all that and I need to stop you know ve- they're very like passive aggressive towards mm-hmm. one another making these like side comments that makes her daughter feel like shit
0: yeah and then like that's the thing too because it's like this movie really essentially besides like Everything of like the crazy nonsense of like multiverses and everything like that, like, is just bare bones. Just an Asian American culture
1: movie about family. Yeah, (laughs) but it's (laughs) that's what it is. Yes, but it is about like Asian
0: American culture because it's like there are plenty of situations where it's like you know the older generation do not understand like right. Younger, it's like the
1: traditional. It's kind of like the traditional values versus what's going on now with the non traditional values. Yeah, and. Can we meet in the middle somewhere and understand mm-hmm. that times are changing and that I don't necessarily want to be the kind of wife or daughter that, you know, is, you know, respects her husband and can't, like, speak, you know, can't, you know, overstep her boundaries and, and has to have food on the table for him every time he comes home from work and all of that. Yeah. Like, that's not where we, what, what like, I want to do anymore. I love that. Yes. I just wish the, I, I enjoyed the rest of the movie <laughs> more because... The other, you know, hour and 30 minutes of the film, for me, again, is kind of, like, it's exhausting. I'm mm-hmm. tired. But, again, very creative. Yes.
0: It is very creative. Again, like, the quirkiness of, like, verse jumping, like, is very cool. Like, the idea that you have to do all these weird things. And then it pulls you in to see, like, what they were actually doing. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, like the entire story of like Evelyn and like different branches of like what was going on, like in those different universes.
1: Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah, and again, like the the whole idea when when she's in the um in like the 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 dominatrix like sex. Uh, oh cult, yeah, 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 and the, the they start like their own gas bombs mm-hmm. in there, and and how she can kind of realize like okay there's one path where i i tripped and fell and i poked my eyes out so uh i can i can uh you know fight i learned how to fight without seeing yes and then i also picked the one that i can sing and then the opera singer because she has a bigger lung capacity so i can hold my breath and not breathe in all this gas Mm -hmm. like that stuff is so creative Mm -hmm. and so good and like that is i'm i'm mostly impressed with the screenplay yeah the most like the fact that they were able to write all of this and do all of these crazy things and branching off in all of these different directions it's it's such a daunting task and mm-hmm. that's what's i think the most impressive thing is yeah. the writing of this movie. Oh
0: exactly. <laughs> like even if you have like like one of my favorite scenes in the film when like you first really get introduced to Jobu Tabaki and like she comes in and she's like murdering all the cops Right. It's like that's very creative and I'm assuming like writing that out very daunting to try and like piece together like okay, this is how this is going to go and this is how this is going to go.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and the movie never feels um like there's always so much going on, but I never feel lost. Yeah. That's that's I think the main thing, right? And I think that's such a credit to the Daniels for how they wrote this is just there's so much going on and And there's so many different life paths that they're taking and the scenes, the, I mean, even like down to the most mundane, random things is like, oh, now they're pinatas. Yes. Like things like that are Mm. just absolutely insane to me about how creative these guys are. And, um, and just, the fact that they were able to be that creative and, and 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 not make you feel completely lost at the same time, I think, is a testament to how good they are as writers. Yes, I will say I enjoy Swiss Army Man more than this movie. Oh, really? Yeah, absolutely.
0: I think I enjoy this a little bit more than Swiss Army Man, and I love Swiss Army Man.
1: I like Swiss but... Army Man because it's it's them t- a little bit more tame. Yes, and I think that they could have
0: they could have been. A little I think bit it, more I think tame. they would
1: have benefited a little bit from not going so off the rails because, like, Swiss Army Man, you, 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 you never, like, fully lose focus of, mm-hmm. like, what it's about. Yeah. I think this movie, again, is just, oh, action scene after action scene after action scene, and mm-hmm. it starts to feel like we're starting to drift away from what the actual core story is. Yeah. And the actual core story is great, and I actually like the core story more mm-hmm. than Swiss Army Man's core story, mm-hmm. but I think Swiss Army Man executes it better. Yeah. That's I mean, how I feel.
0: I think, like, I, I definitely think that this is one of those films where it's, like, the Daniels are getting a little bit more, like, creative and a little bit more, like, leeway with stuff that they're doing. Yeah. And I like that because, like, they've shown through, like, the few films that they have done together that they can do insanely creative stories that still have, like, a backbone. Yeah. So I like that. Eight googly eyes out of ten. I enjoy it. <laughs> I it's... remember.
1: I remember when I went to the theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't see this movie in theaters, but I remember when I went to uh, my local, the local little r house theater that I go to, uh, and they were they were showing this movie, and. They had googly eyes like all over the place. <laughs> and I was like, that's fun. Yeah. Like, that, that's really fun. <laughs> I, I,
0: I do like that. I, I liked because even to like from when the trailer came out, I was like, Oh, what the fuck is this? This is just googly eyes. Yeah. Yeah. And your mind immediately goes, Oh, maybe it's a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cause that's how a 24 is. Right. I will say though, this is one of those films and I was a little reluctant to like pick it even in the beginning, but I was like, this is a fun movie. It is. Absolutely. I really enjoy this film, but like, it is one of those ones where it's like, because it is so overwhelming you need like a good two years of not watching this film.
1: Yeah, this movie, I I honestly truly think that this movie does not have um, that kind of rewatchability that other movies like Swiss Army Man does, and in, in my opinion, um, and I think it's just because of how fucking tiring it is. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like it,
0: because I watched this maybe like six months ago, seven months ago, when this like originally came out. Yeah. And I was like, I don't think that's enough time to watch this again.
1: Yeah. it's And just, yet, here we are. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it's just one of those movies that is so tiring that I can't imagine watching this film, uh, like watching this movie and then being like, hey, guys, there's a film that I just saw a week ago that I think that we should all sit down and watch again. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I think my head would explode.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine, and I'm sure there's somebody out there where, like, this is their favorite movie, and they're like me with, like, the Big Lebowski where you can watch it, like, once a week. Yeah. It's like, I can't do that. I can't do
1: it. And I think that this movie came out during a really... I think that one of the main reasons why this film was received so well, and I don't want to say that, that, that this is, like, a negative that if it came out during a different time, it wouldn't have, but... I definitely think that a portion of one of the main reasons why this film was received so well was because of the timing of when it came out, right? It came out during this year, yeah. 2022, um, So, and this 2022 has kind of been the first year post-pandemic or well, I guess you can't really say post-pandemic, but... Uh, yeah, whatever. Out yeah. of out yeah. of the <laughs> pandemic that that, you know, uh, that was 2019, 2020 and 2021. Mm-hmm. 2022 sort of feels like one of the more normal years for uh for us. Yeah. And I think everybody was exhausted from just feeling so bad mm-hmm. and tired that when this movie came out and this movie is so high octane and 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 makes you smile, um that I think that that really benefited uh, the viewing experience for a lot of people. Yeah. I think that is, I think that if this film came out, you know,
0: 2021 well, during mid pandemic.
1: Well, no, I think again, it still would have benefited because everybody's so tired. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if this movie came out pre pandemic, I mm-hmm. think this came, movie came out in 2018. I wonder how it would have performed and, and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I, I, I will never know, but I, I,
0: I think it still would have done
1: really well. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, but I definitely think there a, there was a benefit to, uh, to everybody, just being so fucking sad, yes, and being like, I just want to smile. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I mean, I like the film a lot, but I don't think that um, I don't love the movie nearly as much as like the critics and the audiences yeah. that I was reading the reviews of. Um, movies, I, movies I like, like I, a ninety five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. Everybody loves it. Yeah, um, I
0: really and, like it. I just again, it's overwhelming to the point where it's like I can't watch this for like another three years.
1: Yeah, it's uh it's weird (laughs) but uh it's fun it's quirky it's interesting it's definitely um original Mm -hmm. um you can definitely feel uh like the influences that it has like Mm -hmm. very matrixy
0: yeah there was even like certain points too where it's like when they were showing like the the kung fu scenes and like you saw the the aspect ratio like shrink yeah and it's like that's really cool because i don't think anybody really noticed that but like that is how most kung fu movies were filmed with like that shortened frame yeah and it's like that's cool just to do like a little nod like tip of the hat to it
1: yeah yeah very well executed mm-hmm. um when it comes to like all the technical aspects yes. of the film um the everything bagel was kind of funny yeah i get it i it was yeah. i put cream cheese on it but <laughs> that's just me uh it was it, it's a good movie mm-hmm. um if you haven't seen it i would i would definitely recommend watching it um but just know that uh, you're going to be fucking tired. You're going to need a nap after the movie. Hundred percent. It's it's exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Zach, you have a recommendation? I do. Not so much like a recommendation, but
0: just kind of like a. So you don't have a recommendation? Well, I do. It's it's more of like a remembrance, kind of like a memorial type thing. Um, <laughs> for, the,
1: for the comedian that you told me just. No, thought? God, no, not oh, about okay. Gallagher. <laughs> but although
0: rest and rest soul. But um, mainly I want to just thank and show gratitude for another man who died this week um, and that was Kevin Conroy he was a voice actor for 20 plus years literally being everything Batman animated wise uh. he was for the Batman animated series when we were growing up I don't know if you ever watched that nope um, Batman beyond all of like the movies all of like the the video games of like Gotham um, Arkham, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> um, anyways, like he was the voice actor for it. And for a very, very long time, he was Batman's voice to a lot of people. Mm. And he unfortunately passed away at 66 due to cancer, but it's more of like, I want to remember for him, just check out like some of the stuff, like go check out like Batman, the animated series, go check out like, the different animated movies and like the video games that he voiced the character of, just so you can really see that, like, he was Batman for a lot of people and myself.
1: Gotcha. Well, now I'm sad. Well, good. I wanted <laughs> you to be. We did a happy movie. <laughs> <laughs> All Frank, right. what are we doing next? Uh, our next episode, we are going to discuss f- movies that are good to watch on an airplane okay <laughs> and movies that are not good to watch on an airplane mm-hmm. and what makes a good airplane movie or what makes a bad airplane movie and some of our top picks is movies that uh that, yeah, that are fun to travel with okay uh best movies to watch while flying yeah
0: <laughs> Flyboy, i'm
1: frank that's zach we'll talk at you next week zach take us out
0: all right guys thank for listening now frank please be kind